Karen from Wellington. Hello. Hello, it's me. Yeah, I'm walking to work, so it might be a bit noisy. Yeah, I was saying the problem is with the country is your separatist policies and your personality politics, you know. Mm. If, they, if they're not mad on the head, you'd be fine, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot of the problems that are causing stress at the moment, you know. But I'm happy. I've found balance, you know. I've cut down my hours. I'm working less. I'm walking more. Um, not worried about accumulating assets or anything. So I think that's the way to go, you know. All right. So, yeah, we're talking about this. This is because this this new survey out of, the, out of Britain uh, says that, you know, uh, jobs requiring a whole lot of high-speed work and uh, everything. It's doubled since 1992. People are working harder than they ever have worked before. Yeah. It's the same in New Zealand. We've had studies that say the same thing. When did you have a road to Damascus moment when you suddenly oh, decided... eight years ago. Eight uh, years ago in the had, economic crisis. How did I that happen? Well, I sold my house, I did my bucket list, I became a casual, I started travelling the world and seeing other countries, so I got more of a reality check, and um, I don't consume, I'm sustainable, and that allows me more work-life balance. But what I will say is, it's becoming hard when you have got values. I've always felt I had values, integrity, honesty, but it doesn't seem to be the way that it gets you on in life these days. Seem to be all the cricket buggers are the ones who seem to be getting on, you know. <laughs> and it's really hard, it's really hard to keep your integrity, you know, when you can see people are crony around you and they're getting ahead, you know, more ahead than you. Yes, uh, you th- know? Th- this is this is true. Uh, yeah, the snakes and the snakes hard in the grass. I've all my life, you know. So, but you still didn't answer my question. Was there actually a moment when you went from the consumerism and uh, having the house and doing everything and all? Was there an actual yeah. moment where you suddenly hit the wall and went, nah? Yeah, there was, yeah. Tell me. When I was managing three hospitals, and I looked at my daughter, and she was about eight years old in the bedroom, and I'd done a double shift, a 17-hour day, and I looked at her, and I thought, not happening anymore. I resigned the next day. I decided I'd never manage again, and I haven't. And I just went, I did my bucket list then with my daughter, got her an education, best thing I ever did. She's out in the world now. I've got choices, and um, now how on yeah, earth? Got, how on earth did you get to a situation where you ended up working a seventeen-hour day? Because well, there would have been choices. Yeah, no, the, it was in healthcare. Nothing to do with that. It was nothing to do with me. It was government, you know, letting me down on policies, immigration, promising me twelve staff to never come working. You know, I was managing everyone on the floor as a nurse, as you do, and I thought this is nonsense. No, I mean, hey, by the way, Jacinta, I'm still waiting for my nursing pay rise. When's it coming, lass? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, well, look. Karen, I'm... Yeah, I... tell her I'm still, I've been waiting two years. Tell her I still haven't got mine yet. <laughs> Hopefully teachers will get it before I do. Yeah. All right, Karen, it sounds good. You're working, you're, are you walking to work because that's part of your work-life balance thing? Well, it's my personal development stuff. I do it every day. Good on you. Setting. Good on you. Loving it. Yeah. Thank Please you so much. Ahead. I'm happy. Good on Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. I would suggest that a lot of time today we're told that we've got to exercise just like that woman you were speaking to that was totally out of breath, <laughs> rushing herself to work. Yeah. We're all told we've got to go to the gym. They're all going an hour to the gym, heavy training. Women are the ones that are hardest pressed because they're so conscious of their figure. If it's not mm. the gym, it's a sports club. You've got to get there. You've got to be training. You've got to be doing sports. You've got to be rowing, rugby. Mm. And you know, if you looked at those hours and you put that into it, it's not work that's causing the problem. It's your personal life. You're you're not giving yourself enough time to 
to really enjoy some pleasures in life. And I see it with everybody around me. I get sick of hearing them talk about it. That's all that women can talk about. I don't think feminism has done a thing for women because, well, by law, we've got a few more rights, but it's made them feel they've got to accomplish so much. They've got to be a super mother. They've got to take their kids to school. They've got to, to do all this. They've got to make their lunches. Then they've got to go to work and then come home and still can't take control of the house, regardless whether they have a husband or not, because the biggest percentage of them are doing the organising and 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 half of everything else as well, plus all this exercising and running to the gym, and, and self, yeah. and self fulfilment and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you're yeah. Uh, look. I, I don't disagree with you. In fact, some of the most stressed people I've seen they get the most stressed because they do work hard, and then but they also they need to do other things with their leisure time. You know, they need to do language courses and all this, and then they end up doing homework, and then they're going out every single night, and they're not eating dinner, and they're not stopping, and then it's just Bing, 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 Bing. And you say to them, "Well, are you having fun?" And they go, "No, well, I've got the stress." I said, "But this is your leisure." Your time, right. uh, you know, right. and you're quite right. You know, back in the old days, in the old days, we used to have uh, mum at home. Yeah, I get this, you know, looking after the family. And men used to go to work, and they used to work and work and stress and stress and all that sort of thing, and wouldn't do enough exercise. And, you know, and they would they would burn up with the stresses. They'd have a heart attack in their fifties. They'd die, and we'd have a whole lot of women who were widows for thirty years. Do you remember right. that? Do you remember that? Yeah. And what's happened now is that women have actually assumed that, and they've now accepted some of the stress that men had from the work life, and it's actually getting to them too. This is this is what it is, and mm. and I can see it. It's clear. I mean, I'm in my eighties. I can see this. Mm. It's it's a plague actually, and. The women are made to feel, well, they make themselves feel that they've got to accomplish all this and they've got to be the number one mother. They've got to look glamorous. Their weight's got to be right. Their figure's got yeah. to be right. They've, you know, they've got to go away for a holiday so we can relax, you know. And, and I think that the one thing that many people have forgotten to do in the modern world is actually do absolutely nothing and, you know, right. and sit there and breathe and That's look right. at a bird or look at a tree and actually turn the phone off and for a right. couple of hours do nothing and just breathe. This thing about mindfulness you were talking about before, yeah. um, that, that really bothers me as a, as a, a you know, so-called solution to workplace stress because if, if anything, it seems to me the, the idea of, of actually dealing with stress in the workplace, you've got to do it through systematic means. You've got to find a way of actually making workplaces less stressful for people rather than turning around at them and saying, you know, take ownership of it, take five minutes sitting in a circle saying, om, mm. and suddenly it's going to fix everything in the workplace. It's not going to do that. Mm. And I think you bang on as far as productivity goes. You take a look at the growth areas of the New Zealand economy in the last 50 years. Obviously, dairy is, uh, has been one of the leaders as far as export earnings go, but it's not a bigger employer of people. Otherwise, you go to service industries. What, when we're talking about service industries and tourism, which has always taken over dairy in recent years as being an export earner, we're talking about a lot of people in very precarious jobs, doing jobs like waiting. Okay, adventure tourism may be one thing, but there is a limit to the extent to which you can say be more, be more productive in that sector. And in most cases, it's very, very hard to add value to that particular job role. So we're not producing the economic capital to, to raise our standard of living to deal with the cost of living in a country like New Zealand. Mm. 
Yeah, you're bang on as well. And when you say service industry, you mean it in two ways. You know, one, of course, is, you know, you talk about waiting staff, hospitality staff, you know, people who are cleaning hotels. We have a tourism boom. Yeah, and those jobs have a certain uh, ceiling to them. And, and that's that, you know, and they also have an off. Uh, the more we increase our capacity, the more work you're going to have to do to actually change the bed linen. You know, that's the one thing. But you've also got the service industry, which is uh, our lawyers, accountants and, you know, that area you know, who are working off the back of the productive economy. And uh, they are also, they're experiencing huge uh, our, our growth uh, as well. Um, but at the same time, they're not actually making money for the country. They are taking money from the people who are making the money for the country uh, and putting it into themselves, you know, and working longer hours because of it. And that's where you'll find the stress. Yeah, exactly. And I think we've also got this, you know, this tidal wave of automation coming our way. And... It's exactly the service sector which is likely to be threatened by that. I mean, as it is now already in the States, you know, they've got they've got programs over there which do a lot of the work you used to hand out to younger attorneys to go away and look for precedents in this sort of area of jurisprudence. Yeah. And now they've got computers which can do that in half an hour where you might assign a junior attorney a week's worth of work to do. Mm. So we've got a real issue in terms of a, a narrowing employment base which is not increasing in productivity. And to turn around and argue... That the solution to that is by taking up meditation or yoga or anything like that is is to really I mean you're delusional if you think that's the solution. 